What's up, everybody? This is BC. We got another uh, special podcast interview for you. We got my boy John on here. I'll let him introduce himself in a second. I've been continuing the series and, and doing my best to bring you guys different guests uh, just so you guys get a better feel for kind of what I'm doing out here in Miami and who I'm spending my time with. So, John, what's up, bro? Welcome to the show. Man. How are you, man? Thank you for having me. Good, bro. Appreciate if you want to do a quick introduction and then we'll, we'll jump right into it. All right. So, uh, my name is Jonathan Calderon. I'm right. a former fighter. Recently, I'm, not, I'm starting to do coaching now for for fighters as well so I'm training at a gym in downtown and right now I'm just doing a lot of different stuff coming ahead now to yeah. become a mindset coach yeah I see you I see yeah. you transforming bro it's yeah, cool yeah, yeah. so I originally met John I think through Chris Heria and some of the other guys that uh, I was training with when I got into calisthenics and I saw John training. He was a cool dude. So I said, okay, I go to Boxer, which is the gym that he trains at. And I said, man, when I get back into boxing, I'm going to hit him up because the gym that I used to go to, you guys know when I moved out here, it closed down. So you, you stopped fighting, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right now I stopped, I stopped fighting. I, it, was, um, it was a hard decision. Yeah. But I was just kind of like taking a look of where the things that I want in life compared to the things that I want to do. Yeah. You know, sometimes I feel like it's very hard to say no to some things when you know that like it's just not there. Yeah. yeah. And you wanna like get somewhere the you know you're pushing yourself back by just continually keeping to stay there. So yeah. Yeah, I got to a point that I'm like I just knew that my best way to get to what I wanna what I wanna be in life, I had to stop doing something. And then the career part to me the career was kinda like already to the point that I was just not there. So yeah. yeah. How long had you been fighting for? Like, when did you start? And so I, I started. I started 2011. That's when I started training. Um, started fighting a year later. I okay. started doing jujitsu. So I competed like over I don't know maybe 15 times during my first like year and a half. In just jujitsu. Just jujitsu. Oh, dope, dope. And then I, I built the confidence to go from jujitsu to MMA. Nice. So the whole idea was to see if jujitsu will work. My jujitsu will work in fighting. Dope. So I just transitioned into like learning some boxing, learning some wrestling, like some something like a form of, of what we call MMA, like the yeah. mixed martial arts together. Yeah. And I went out there to see if those little things will help me out get my jiu-jitsu through a fight. Yeah. And then yeah, I got I got some wins, you know, I got some losses, like yeah. anything, some we'll say some learning experiences. Yeah. And my last my last fight was about a year and a half ago. Actually, it was October of about two years ago. Yeah. Two years ago, wow. That was my last, my last fight. Coming off a loss. And that's when like, I, I kind of like I started to, to see like what was the reasons. I'm a person that I train really, really hard yeah. all the time. But I noticed that the people that are starting to now have as a, com a competitors are very, very young, hungry kids. Yeah. 21 year olds, 22 year olds. Uh, I'm 34 now. Yeah. I've been doing this for, as you can tell, what, 12 years? Yeah. yeah. And it gets a point when you start to see like where you are and then where you want to be. And yeah. sometimes your body is just so like beat up to a point that it's yeah. like, you have to know like, is it, is, it, is it good to be there or not? Yeah. You know? So I think for me, it was just better transitioning into, into coaching and allow to the new generation, like trying to help the new generation yeah, yeah. just grow yeah. instead of putting myself in there. Right, I right, see, right. Like, I was getting it's a tough decision, bro, because like, I, I, I play basketball <clears throat> professionally and because of injuries, I had to stop. But I stopped when I was young. I stopped when I was 25 after my second surgery. And I was like, fuck, like I still, I still had that. I wanted yeah, to yeah. play. But because of the severity of the injuries and me not being able to pass physicals, I couldn't, I couldn't anymore. So I had to make that choice. Like, yo, I have to change my life and do something different. 
versus just sitting there like, oh, I want to go back because I could still play, but I couldn't play at the level that I played before. Yeah, you know? and I, I think that's one of the hardest things to, to realize because, like, I mean, like anything, you're going to go to your gym and I, I travel around the world, uh, I mean, especially like when I was in Asia and I, 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 I was called competitive with a lot of big name people. Like, I mean, a lot of UFC fighters. Nice. I train with a lot of high level people. And to hear ma the majority of these people saying, damn, like, you're a really good fighter, like, you're gonna definitely make it, you know? Like, you hear these things from not just your family and friends, but for people that don't know you, they're like, wow, like, yeah. you're, you're, you're good, right? And I'm like, yeah, I always hear this, but like, now you're trying to believe it in yourself, I'm like, oh, damn, like, this, everybody really <laughs> thinks I'm good. Yeah. But just like, when you gotta tell yourself when to stop, it's kind of like, damn, yeah. like, you feel like you still have it in you. Yeah. But then you keep going and going, and it's like the outcome is different yeah. than what you expect. Right. And like I said, it's not because you're doing something wrong, and like I'm partying and then I'm trying to fight, and it's like the outcome is not there because I'm not doing the things right. It's the yeah. opposite. When you're not doing everything right, but the outcome is still yeah. negative to what you expect. So it's like yeah. something must be not right. And I think it's just the same thing, like just knowing that like I'm just it's, it's just not for me anymore. Yeah. Right. You know? right. So. So when do you think? When was it? Do you remember the day or around the time that you made the decision? Like, yo, I'm not gonna fight anymore. Uh, so that was like an on and off thing. Once again, it was one of those things <laughs> that like, like you think about it sometimes. Like, I remember I told myself my after my last fight because I lost. Um, I told myself, I suck. <laughs> like that's it. I suck. Like, yeah. uh, I, 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 I know I, I could have won this fight. I don't know yeah. how, and I beat myself for it for a little bit. But I always felt like I always had a strong mind, and I was able to overcome that like as I was going. But then I started to see other things like I couldn't work for a, for a period of time. Those sacrifices I've been doing for for a long time of like financially, especially. Yeah. yeah. Like I didn't I didn't have a, a, a job like a an actually good job because I was I needed time to train. I train yeah. day, I train night. I have to do conditioning in the afternoon. It's a lifestyle. Yeah. It's a yeah. lifestyle, yeah. and it requires a lot of time. And you know when you put a lot of time to that, you're not getting paid your financial become, you know, yeah. low. And I didn't like the way I was living my life. Yeah. And I started to, know, like, I started to say, like, the same way I put my time into fighting, if I wanted to grow where I want to be in life, I needed to put more time into something else that would bring me that. Because yeah. I wasn't seeing the results in fighting. So mm -hmm. that's when I started to trigger me, like, maybe I should stop. I should, yeah. So then I'm like, if my mind is not there, when they're offering me fights, I feel like I'm, I have a pressure to fight. Yeah, yeah. And also then I'm, I started to just kind of like shift a little bit. I'm like, I just, let me take some time mm -hmm. to finish doing what I'm doing and I get back. And then I started to see that it, the more time was taken. Yeah. And then I started to feel like I was doing way better as a coach. Plus yeah. a lot of people, same thing, so some people tell you like, yo, you're a really good coach. Have you thought about taking a coaching career? And I'm like, I'm still a fighter. Yeah. I don't want to shift from the fighting. Yeah. But then once again, when I started yeah. to see the the part of coaching was meeting my needs yeah. to my wants. Then I'm like, yeah. Yeah. then I had a talk with my mindset coach. I had a mindset coach and I opened my eyes with yeah. some questions that really got me to think how, how, how much longer that I wanted to continue to procrastinate the life that I wanted. Yeah. You know, just because I had an idea mm. of, the, of something that I was... That I, that I wanted from before, you know, like people yeah, sometimes yeah. Like, you have like this idea of like, you're a fighter and that's all I know. Yeah. So I identified as a fighter for the past 12, 13 years, that's all I did, yeah. all I knew, right? People ask me, I'm like, oh yeah, I fight. And it was kind of like a little more beyond that. 
So when she started to ask me questions and she like, I know exactly where you want, where you're basically, pretty much you're fighting for freedom. But if you take a look at where, where you are right now and your age, you're starting to put so much pressure on yourself. Yeah. And once again, where, where my career is at right now, it's not gonna take me there. Yeah, yeah. I understand if I was like a, a UFC fighter and I was already making money, at the age that I am, I'm like, okay, you know, I'm still there and I know the potential of yeah. can continue, but where I am sitting at the moment, I feel like I'm already older for the things that I gotta go through still yeah. to be able to get where I wanna get. Yeah. So uh, it's, not, it's not about taking like an easier route, but it's just knowing that there's a lot of other things that I have, other potentials that I have that I can get me to the main result that, I, that mm. I'm looking forward to having in life, which is my freedom eventually, like yeah. being able to travel, being yeah. able to one day have a family and have to, have, not have to worry about money, work, yeah. you know? Which is what most people focus on, like I have to work to pay bills, to do this, to do that, yeah. I wanna be able to free, be free from that. Yeah. And I thought the, if I could make it to a big stage, like, you know, make it to UFC, become yeah. a champion, yeah. eventually, like, it was gonna be my way of freedom. Yeah, yeah my right. way of traveling around of the course, world and, and doing stuff. And, like, and I did it yeah. before, before even even becoming a professional fighter, I started traveling yeah. and, and, and fighting. I competed in Australia. I never thought in a million years I was gonna be yeah. in Australia, you know? That's cool. And I think the sport brought me to a lot of different places, but when I started to take a look at like, okay, I'm 34, I have some, some wins, some losses on my game, and if we really think about how long it's going to take me to potentially get there, the, the, the ratios are like, most likely I'm going to become old and I probably didn't even make it. Yeah, Do yeah. I want to risk that time yeah. and maybe not make it anywhere at the end of the day and just mm -hmm. continue to push something? Mm -hmm. Or should I shift to something I know I will enjoy, love, do, yeah. and I still get to the outcome that I want in life? Yeah. So it became more about like your fulfillment yeah. and what you want out of life, Yeah. right? So uh, you started transi transitioning into coaching. I know you coach now a boxer. W what else are you really looking to, to add to that? Or is that kind of the main thing that you're focusing on now? So so the coaching area was, once again, is one of those things that I'm like, all right, I'm, I'm really good as a fighter. I can transition this into putting other people's hands and help them out becoming yeah. better. So I have like some kids in, in my classes that are competing. Yeah. And it doesn't, nothing feels better than see them win. Yeah. And like, they look at me and I'm like, thank you coach, you know? Yeah. And to me, it's just like, okay, I'm, I'm giving back to the sport mm. the, whatever, the whatever way I can. Yeah. And I've been doing this since I, I noticed I was trying to become better and I can help out people. Yeah. But now, like, like I said, this was like my teammates, right? Yeah. But now I know that like I actually have, this is my job, it's my duty mm -hmm. to have a team and guide them through success. It's the very first time that I actually have my own team. I, I taught before when I was in, in Thailand, but it wasn't like my, my actual team that I was teaching. They were coming in and out, you know? It's, yeah, like, yeah. it's a little bit different. Yeah. Now, I, like, I literally consider these guys my boys. It's like, it's like a small family that you create, yeah. and it becomes very defensive. Like, I, don't, I never want to go and corner someone and see them get hurt. So I try to give them the best tools I can. But also, recently, what happened was I started to, to see a few things that I know this obviously as a, as, a, as a competitor, fighter myself, things that we go through, the, there are things that, are not, that we don't speak of. Mm. Talking about the mindset of, of, a, of, a, of a fighter. Yeah. So a lot of facts, there's nothing different between two people fighting, getting ready for a fight, 
and then one has the outcome of winning and losing, then people say like, but I trained so hard, I don't know what went wrong. Yeah. And a lot of times it's just the, it's, it's the, the mindset of what makes a difference in a yeah. fighter. So that's why people say like fighting is more mental than physical, yeah. and people beat themselves mostly physical. And I know it's a lot of people out there that can help any guy become good physically. Yeah. Or how many coaches are in the game right now that can help out someone mentally. mentally. Yeah. You know? I feel like as we continue to grow the sport, we find dietitians nowadays. They're like, mm -hmm. oh, you know, you got to have your diet right. right. Yeah. Back in the days, really, people didn't have that. Yeah. And it's becoming like a discussion between people like, oh, you know, you should do things the Oscar way. And it's like the Oscar way was the Oscar way. Unfortunately, like the, yeah. the, the world's evolving. Yeah. And it's a lot of new technology, mm -hmm. right? It's a lot more sources. And... I don't know. I mean, I don't know how, how close are you to the to like the sports or, or like fighting sports. Or do you know like who cha one championship is? Not not, not a lot, bro. I mean, I've always like watched boxing and admired it from afar. But like, I yeah. started boxing a couple of years ago, and then I stopped. And I kind of watched it, but I don't know. I don't yeah. know too much about it. No. Yeah. So so like they, they have recently. I mean, I mean, maybe because I, I talked about it a lot, or you know how like <laughs> they, they always yeah, yeah, I yeah. always listen to yeah, us, right? Yeah. But a few things becoming out lately, it was one that was a boxer who was like a layoff for like two years. He won a fight and after his fight, he started crying and he was like, he wanted to like talk about, I think was, he said like, I was, I was out for two years due to depression. Yeah. And he said he went to darkest, to the darkest times of his life. And he had to obviously wait until. Yeah. yeah. Like, and then sometimes it happens that like, we lose a fight and I feel like, the world ends because that's what we live for. We, mm -hmm. we train hard to fight to win. Yeah. So the outcome is also gonna be winning. Nobody wants to lose. But when it happens, what happens to your mind? Like where do you go? Yeah. And how 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 fast it is to recover, you know? And like I said, sometimes you start going even deeper to that. Like why are you even fighting? Yeah. A lot, if you look at a lot of a lot of a lot of people that go into, into the fighting game, their their stories are are like my my dad was a alcoholic and abusive or you know, my mom wasn't around. Like, yeah. it's always some, some type of like, how you call it, a trauma yeah. behind the stories, right? Yeah. Some people thrive through that and some people kind of like always live with that in their heads, Yeah. right? And... No, you're right. It's like the people who had the alcoholic parents. Some people become alcoholics and blame their parents or yeah. some people are like, I'm never going to do it and they have yeah. a good life. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But yeah. It, it's like, we're, like well, of course, the ones they already kind of like thriving from that, then great, you know, they strong-minded people you know yeah but i feel like we all have something we, we went through in life yeah. but there are some people that like that sometimes subconsciously they never they never really pass that yeah you know and sometimes like i said it doesn't have to be nothing from that but sometimes when it comes down to fighters when you lose a fight your 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 mind's to play tricks on you yeah and it starts telling you things like i don't know maybe you get knocked out or you yeah. get submitted and now you think you're gonna that's gonna happen to you again yeah and the more you think about it the more it becomes reality. Yeah, right. So, like, how was it for you after? I know I'm kind of cutting you off, but how was it for you? Like your first loss. Like, what was that process like? How long did it take you to kind of, kind of get over it? And or was well, it just easy for, for you? So, so for me, it was easy because I feel like, in, in in life, I had a lot of ups and downs. Yeah. So, I feel like to me, it was trying to be more relatable to, to to things. Like I remember my first loss, I, I cried, like I I I left. The, the, the stage and I went to the back and I started bawling. Yeah. And I'm like, wow, I was on the I was on the field, I was two and and I'm yeah. like, wow. I'm like, I can't believe this guy beat me because I, I had him in everything you can think of and I know I was better. 
yeah. the, the problem is when you know you are better. Yeah. But then all of a sudden, I think the nerve kicked in at one point. Because yeah. I, I feel like I couldn't finish them or whatever. And I got tired. Yeah. So I blame, well, what I did was, of course, when I finished, I blame everything. I'm like, oh, I got tired. But I know I trained super hard. Yeah. But I knew I got tired. So I'm like, I'm never going to get tired. So I started overtraining myself, thinking that was that was the reason why. Yeah. And... Uh, one second it was it was one of those things that like, yeah I didn't do I didn't took that much time beating myself up like mm-hmm. months but for a while I was like I'm gonna be the hardest worker in the room yeah right so that's that was my way of doing it yeah. but then I started to realize other other things that it got me to my next fight and I was super nervous for my next fight I still got through it and I was able to win I actually yeah. won like I remember my third fight my fourth fight I found somebody that was bigger than me at a bigger weight class and I beat him like in I think it was like two minutes or so nice so i'm like great we're back you know? <laughs> but like i said it, uh, i feel like as you get uh, you start to climb the ladder and you start to fight bigger fights at the high at the high stakes right like talking yeah. about ufc there's a lot of people they have a lot of pressure yeah from home from the team from things from their past whatever it's a lot of it's a lot of fighters are still have a regular job yeah you know and they're still trying to make it even even at the biggest stage but it's a lot of people that go through, through a lot of stuff and sometimes fighting is where they give them kind of like the, the peace, the freedom of like express themselves to say. Yeah. And there are other ones that their pressure doesn't allow them to do. And even when they do, the outcome becomes the wrong outcome, which is going to be yeah. losing, right? Yeah. So we, 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 I went through this. I saw these fights the other day. It was in one championship where this girl was current champion. Her sister became suicide. Her sister was fighting as well. She was 17 years old. Wow. Um, she became suicide. And... She was supposed to have a fight to defend her belt. It's not about a girl that had been fighting for like over like a decade. Mm-hmm. She was one of the first moms. Everybody admired her over there in, in Asia. Yeah. And as she was driving, she just flipped her car and trying to kill herself. Oh, shit. And then she talked about the story yeah. live as they oh, were wow. doing the, the event. And she said the, the reason why, because she felt it was too much pressure. She didn't want to fight. But she didn't know how to say no or how to like cancel the fight. Yeah, yeah. and so she went to an extreme. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it got to the, to the point that she didn't know how to like get off the fight. She like she said she like I tried to injure myself. Yeah, yeah. I tried to injure myself in camp. Yeah, and it was not even possible. Yeah, and I'm like that's, that's crazy. <laughs> yeah, but I wonder a lot of times if that really had happened to other people because I seen people when. We, we call this a lot, a lot of time when we have fights and somebody like, oh, person got injured. And we're like, oh, he just he just quit. Like, he yeah. didn't want to fight. He yeah. didn't want to fight. Scared, yeah. He got scared. That's yeah. the main thing you say. Yeah. But uh, sometimes uh, I feel like there they, they are some people that get scared and they look for a way out. They yeah. look for an excuse. And there are some people, the, the yeah, I mean, they do get injured. But the, the, the main thing is, like, where the mindset is yeah. when the person... When the person like that, you already been a champion. You already know what it takes to be a champion. You had defended your belt, all right? Mm. You left, you came back. Yeah. And you're still, like I said, you're still at the top. And like you're learning something new. You're fighting somebody you haven't known. Like you always, you kind of already seen everything. You already, you already seen it. Yeah. Just another, another fight. Your mind is there like, I don't want to fight. Yeah. Like why? Like what is it? You know, yeah. So I felt like I was pretty interesting. Now that I'm older and like I'm starting to, under, they see the world different. Yep. And I'm like, wow, like this mindset thing is a, it's a big, it's a, something big. I feel like a lot of people can benefit mm-hmm. to 
to try to thrive in whatever they're doing. Yeah. Like in life. So that's what like my, my I feel like my next step is trying to be now. It's like yeah. to try to become a mindset coach, allow people to be the the best version of themselves. Yeah. Um, or whatever it is that they want to do. That's big, bro. And that's kind of like a realization that I had because in all the coaching and training that I do on the business side and like real estate and sales, mindset is probably 80, 90% of it when I teach people and a lot of the, the events and lectures that I do are around it because when I was developing, I noticed it was all up here because all the stuff that you need to do, like you said, the physical aspect of it or you need to do action A, B, C, you can learn that just on paper. But what stops somebody from doing it? What makes me go every day hard no matter what no matter how I feel, on and on and on, and then the next guy does it one day and then he quits. It's the yeah. same stuff. Yeah. It's just it's up here what's different, right? And and there's so many pieces to that puzzle too. So like for you, um, what are maybe some of the the biggest things that you're learning and realizations that you're having about mindset that you're starting to see in the world now and in your life? So so once again, for me, I mean, for me is like the way I'm viewing, like for example, life right now is like I said before, I, I had a kind of like a one way of looking at things before, like how I view myself as and what I could do. Like I'm the fighter. Yeah, yeah. exactly. I was like, I'm yeah. a fighter. I even told myself yeah. a lot of times, like I go to an event and if nobody's talking about fighting, then I just feel out of place. Yeah. It's like, what else do I talk about? I'm like, do you fight? Yeah. You know about fighting? They're like, no. And I'm like, oh, then, uh, yeah. you know, like I kind what of feel uncomfortable, yeah. you know? And yeah. like, I'm yeah. like, oh. So like, I tend to just be surrounded by fighters only. Yeah. And that's kind of like my, my community. But it's just yeah. fine. But once again, for, for me, it's like, it's like opening my mind to how many things that we can really do. Yeah. You know? Like, if I keep my, my mind, my mind can, like I said, I, one of the things that I'm doing right now, I was super afraid of public speaking. Yeah. And in order for me to do that, I have to go and take a course. That's why you did this speaking. event and all this stuff. I'm doing yeah. this event and I'm doing yeah. another one next week. So nice. I'm flying out to Chicago. Nice. And I don't, I mean, I don't, this is my first time, like I said, doing this. Second time was not be now. But I just overcoming those fears. Yeah. And it's, it, all those fears are aware in my mind. Yeah. I keep telling myself I know how to speak and I know the reasons why now. Yeah. And once again, once is because when I came to America, as a age, as a, at the age of seventeen, I didn't spoke English zero, yeah. like zero. Yeah. And everybody made fun of me and my, and my way of learning. <laughs> I didn't like to. I didn't want to talk to people for about well, two years. I, I I learned how to like understand people, but I always spoke back to them in Spanish. Yeah. Until like one of my friends told me, you need to start speaking because otherwise you're not gonna learn. Yeah. And I told them, I'm like, I don't wanna do that because I know people are gonna make fun of me. And he like, and so yeah. what? Yeah. People will correct me in front of you, laugh at you and correct you if they want to do that. If not, then whatever. Yeah. And it happened, yeah. And I started yeah. talking and then people started laughing and they'll be like, no, you don't say it like this, you say it like that. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, cool. But it's all up here. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. exactly. And yeah. well, now it's, it's been, what, 12 years or so, 13, 13 years or so that I started like speaking English. And I mean, I know my accent is pretty heavy. <laughs> I have a pretty heavy no, accent, not, but a lot of people sometimes are surprised that I didn't spoke Spanish at the age of 17. Yeah. And I didn't, I didn't went to school, I was too old. As I came here, started working right away. Yeah. So other things that I have to develop to do on my own. But once again, it was all in my, it was all in my head. Yeah. And I have to change my mindset on that. Otherwise, I would have been like a lot of other people. They, yeah, they yeah. just they are so afraid and they just never do. Yeah. So I have to learn how to take action. Yeah. You know, and, and taking action comes from having a, a mindset. Yeah. A, either a goal, 
something yeah. you want to achieve, you got to have a mindset for that as well. Yeah. So I know that public speaking is a big thing for you. Are there other like main things that you kind of want to tackle right now outside of public speaking? I mean, that's like the, the area that I am focusing on, on right now, which that's obviously going to dictate like where it's going to be next. Like yeah. I want to try that out. But I, I still have obviously my my passion as a competitor, like also yeah. like as a not fighter anymore. But like yeah. in the in the part, I like to continue to train. I train every day, yeah. Yeah. Um, and just trying to see what else can I do with my with my team right now uh, in the gym. So yeah. continue to grow my team. Continue to see if I can uh, still continue to help people in that area. Yeah. But if I said eventually, I, I do want to shift from that and. If uh, I can develop a way to, you know, become some type of like motivational speaker and be able to like bring some type of value yeah. in, in that particular area, that would be great. Because I, I, I always suck at talking. So <laughs> I feel like if I, if I can overcome that and do something great about it, then it's like, okay, I'm growing. Yeah. Well, it's a skill, bro. And that's what I tell people. It's like, you, whether you know it was you coming and learning English or whatever it is, we, we do social media or we go out and we talk to people, but like, it's not taught. Like when we go to school, they don't teach us public speaking unless you take a public speaking course. course but yeah. even then it's, it's one semester, couple months, and that's it. Like I tell people, when you go out in, in a regular day, how many people are you actually talking to? And most people will tell me zero. You know, they, yeah. go to, they go to the supermarket, they keep their head down, they check out, they leave. They're not, oh, hey, how are you? Like, they're not, like, you even go to the gym. And yeah, people have their friends, but outside of that, most of them don't really talk and interact with new people. Yeah. So we don't develop the skill. So I tell people, if you don't develop the skill and you're not talking to people, how are you going to be a good public speaker or communicator if you never talk to anybody? Yeah. And, but it becomes this thing, well, you know, I'm just going to go on my phone or I'm just going to DM somebody. Even in my industry, bro, in real estate, people will run away from talking to people. I'm like, bro, that's that's how we do business. Exactly. That's how we grow. Yeah. That, that, that's the core of everything, right? If you want to touch somebody, if you want to do public speaking, you need to be good at, at talking to people, but everybody runs away from it because it's uncomfortable. Yeah. Right? It's crazy. 100%. And, yeah. and it's exactly what you're saying. Um, you start seeing these things, and, and for me, like, what, I do, what do I really do when it comes down to what I'm doing right now? I am coaching, but most of the things that I do is hospitality, yeah. right? I'm constantly meeting people, but I only have so many hours of the day and so many people I can take as clients. Yeah. So yeah, I am I am helping some people, like whatever the case might be. I always say, like some, some people want to come and just box and they're like, oh, you know, I just want to know how to box. Some people are like, oh, just in case I get into a fight, I want to know how to box better. Yeah. Some people tell me like, I just do it for fun and some people like to do it because oh, this is stress from work, yeah. right? But at the, at the same time, I'm like, what if I can do something bigger than just that? Yeah. Like if I can just get to talk to on, on a crowd of people and help them out changing their mindset so they don't yeah. be like the the people they're like either looking down the grocery yeah, store because yeah, yeah. I feel like martial arts gives you some type of confidence some type of way of like looking alive like yeah. on, a, on a more on a, on a better way you know to like approach kind of like life you know and it's not only your kids that's why it's good to put kids sometimes into like martial arts because yeah, it yeah. helps them out if you find a community in that area as well yeah. You know, competition. Um, competition yeah. And, and like yeah. another thing that I tell people is a lot of, especially men, 
they're missing something because they're afraid of confrontation because uh-huh. they know, hey, if it gets physical, fuck, I can't, you're going to kick my ass. Yeah. And that makes them hold back and, and, and like go into their shell. And that's why like when I, when I started my real estate team back when I was still living in California, I forced all of my people that work with me to do boxing with me to teach them that, to do the competitiveness, to get the competitive, but also to teach them and give them that confidence. Mm-hmm. And you saw the difference in people right away within a month or two they they walk more confidently they're they're a lot less like i don't know if you notice the people who aren't fighters are like hey bro what the fuck like they're usually the ones who are more shit talkers because all the fighters i know bro they're chill they're like no bro it's okay they're not trying to be the tough guy but the the fake tough guys are the ones who have that like insecurity like oh i don't know how to fight so i need to i need to pretend like i'm a lion you know yeah Yeah. that's something that's actually i think it's pretty funny because it is it is true. Like we we tend to be the less expected person, unless we have like you know the cauliflower. Cauliflower, yeah. But like for the most part, you see they're like the, the chillest, one of the chillest guys, you know. Because you're confident talking, yeah. and sure in what you can do, yeah. you know. And yeah. people are like, oh, I bet you can be be my ass, and we like at least myself. I'm like, yeah. I'm like, I always say like, I'm like, no, hell no. I'm like, come on, look at you, you're so big, you know. Yeah. Stuff <laughs> like that. But I try to be humble with it. I mean, once yeah. again, I mean. It's, what do I get from cockiness when you already like if you already know how to fight some there are some people they they do know how to fight and they they still take that to an extreme sometimes yeah. they're like oh you know they really think they can be the world and yeah and then you see them out they're just being crazy you know yeah, yeah. once again there are, there are fighters there are martial artists I consider more myself yeah. as a martial artist I have like a respect for fighting yeah. I only do fighting in the cage yeah. I don't I don't really fight. I don't know the person to find problems outside yeah you know I go out somewhere and I'm like oh I know I can be the his ass and I'm just gonna start problem with him just because I know I could do it. Right, right. Um, I avoid to the point of when I cannot avoid anymore. Yeah. Like if I if I have to, then I just try to use a source where I don't have to like really hurt him much. Yeah. So like I'm not gonna just go and just beat him to death, you know? Yeah. Maybe right. I choke him out and just leave him in the floor and I'm like, yeah. all right, like you look you look to it. It got to a point where you look to it. Yeah. But besides that, like yeah, I'm not that that guy. Yeah. But we've seen a lot of people that you cannot say nothing to them and they know how to find it like what and boom they just don't 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 take anything right of course man of course so yeah man i appreciate you coming on bro you know it's funny that you brought up the public speaking i'm doing some events coming up soon so i might ask you to speak if you're down no man that'll be amazing i mean to me like i said even when even being here today yeah my my last workshop was uh, about uh, ops is like being in other people's platforms yeah so like this to me is like being in a platform right now that is helping me outreach other people so once again, it's one of those things that I'm experiencing. So I'm yeah. kind of like, okay, I took the course yeah. and I'm here today. Yeah. So I really appreciate you and, and everything you do. Of course, bro. You, sh- you should start your own podcast, so, bro. Event- eventually, <laughs> I mean, that's, so that could be something, yeah. you know, like I had, I have uh, ideas of obviously uh, maybe do something with a podcast later on. I've been trying to do the whole YouTube thing. Yeah. But I feel like I'm a, I want to focus on one thing at a time. I want to get with these courses for first. Make sure that you know, like I, I get my, my certifications on on the on the what I'm doing right now for the mindset cool. thing, yeah. and then I start applying to get clients nice. and really work trying to trying to get the the, the work in, mm-hmm. and then I think one lead one thing will lead to another because then I can think I can create a podcast that talks about maybe mindset and yeah. stuff like that. Is so bringing people on t- into that, but once again, it's like the whole shifting. It's like I'm I feel like I'm doing. I'm trying to tie the the work the fighting workspace into the the mindset. Yeah. Because I want to work with with fighters mostly males yeah. as well because as males you know that like we 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 have the particular thing where if you if you I don't know if you show up a, a size of weakness then yeah you know 
you're a CCE or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And we tend to obviously we all tend to be strong. Yeah. It's a lot of it's a lot of men out there. That's why they, we they it's kind of like never talk about men's health, yeah. right? It's, it's one of those things that like we have to be strong because you know women yeah. view you some way. People will prey on weakness. Like, yeah. yeah, exactly. So yeah. it's kind of like ways for you to be able to talk to a person one on one, and then mm. maybe if it's, that's your weakness, how can we fix that? And yeah. get you to a better state where you can, you know, become the person you always wanted, or, or at least get out of the state you're on, you know. So yeah. that's kind of like where what I want to be now. So. Oh, yeah, man. So I'm gonna like your Instagram and stuff. I'm gonna link it below when I post yeah, the, yeah, the podcast. Course, if somebody wants to hit you up, what's the yeah. best way to get in contact with you? So Instagram is always gonna be the best. That's what I work the most. I don't use many other sources besides that. So yeah, they can just reach me. John is J O N N Calderon. That's gonna be on IG, just like cool. that. You'll find me there. Send me a DM, you know. Cool. And whether it's you know fighting or mindset, then just yeah. Just cool. Like I told you guys, I, I train with the man. He's legit, so hit him up. But yeah, bro, I appreciate you coming on. I'll let you know because I'm always doing events too. So if that's you're down awesome. to speak, I'll, I'll give you, I'll give you a stage. Yeah, yeah, for sure, definitely. Cool. Yeah, that's right. how I be all the confidence. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right, guys, awesome. we'll, we'll see you on the next episode. Peace.